0: You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where last week we launched a new course,
0: Yeah, that's been exciting.
1: And that's been very cool to have people joined in, already watching uh, some of the sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking up, there can be dialogues that happen. If you're members of the course, then Mm -hmm. there's dialogues that can happen there on the platform. Mm -hmm. Um, But just by way of announcement, uh, we've got two more in the pipeline. And just to plant some seeds, we don't have dates to save yet, but we are going to record these live and they'll just be quick Mm -hmm. two-day conferences if you want to show up if you want to fly in to, D- to Dallas and have a little quick two-day deep or, dive, or if, or if you live, you live local, for sure, please come join us and we'll give you the dates um, as soon as we have them set up, but we're going to record two more courses live, and we would love the SMR Nation members to be in the audience, mm-hmm. and it'll be free. All you got to do is just get here. Bonus. <laughs> so uh, we'll let you know as soon as that is set up. But the one thing that is set up is Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway 2022,
0: Indianapolis. In
1: Indianapolis is already set up. There's already people joining us, uh, signing up. And so go to smrnation.com forward slash getaway to join us this June because it's going to be a fantastic time in downtown Indy. SMR Nation on the road.
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to the food. <laughs>
1: You would be looking forward to the food already. Yes. I am married to a foodie.
0: cocktail. Mm.
1: Well, welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio. Uh, What we want to have happen going on here is we want the nation to help us out. And the way you do is you let us know what's going on in your world. Uh, You can ask your questions, email us, call us, 214-702-9565. Make a recording of your message or question and email it to us or just email us at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Because this is listener-driven radio, mm-hmm. and what we want to do is speak to what's going on in your world and the things that will help you, because all of us have roadblocks, all of us have things um, that will happen in our life and in our marriage that will get in the way, and sometimes just a better perspective on how, or a different perspective on how to view it and how to frame the conversation is all the jumpstart we need. Right, And that's what we try to do here at SMR. And we want to help you, and we've got a couple of new things we're trying out this week on today's episode, and we'll want your feedback even more if this ends up happening well. And <laughs>
0: Let <laughs> us know how you think
1: it worked. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the last thing we ask is uh, we ask a favor from you. If you like what's going on here, we ask you to... Rate and review the show on iTunes or Spotify or any way you listen. If there's an option to rate and review or leave a comment, please do, Mm -hmm. because we want to spread the word that married sex is the hotbed for sex, and SMR is a great resource to help make your bedroom as hot as can be, because winter's coming, and it's going to be cold outside, so let's heat it up. Right. Well, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is uh, we've got to wrap up something from a prior episode on the BDSM content that we did. Okay. um, With some feedback that came in from a married couple, which I love it. Both husband and wife emailed us. That's good. And we love the dialogue and the pushback. Mm -hmm. Uh, When we miss something or are off base on something, that's what makes all of us better. And so we're going to address that a little bit, plus a couple other emails that have come in or voicemails that have come in. And then on the extended content today, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash SMRAcademy. Last week's episode with Dr. Lori Watson in the extended content, uh, we talked about the yin and the yang and a polarity of energies mm-hmm. that are out there. And she walked through um, kind of a way you could approach it with, via her training and her framework right. uh, with the psychological theory she follows. Um, I wanna present an alternative. Okay. And we want to talk through a gridlock issue. And this is where we're gonna ask members of the extended content if you've got gridlock issues, let us know what they are and we'll help you unpack them too. hmm All that's coming up on today's show. So Pam, in episode five forty-one, we did um that was the eight tips for great sex was the title of that episode, if I believe. Okay. Um we did a segment in there where somebody had emailed in about uh, what is our thought on BDSM because there's not many Christian based um, resources that will address the subject. And so we attempted to. And here's just a couple of clips from that episode. Okay. So it is one of those areas where you're talking about um, the underside. Of relationships. Mm-hmm. A lot of us as people. We all have a nasty side. We all have touches of this. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to pivot to in just a minute. Okay. Um, but there is an element of. Playing in that polarity. Of power. Submission. Um, erotic. There's there's some polarity that comes into this. Where you both kind of play a role. If you will. Mm-hmm. That is not typically what a lot of people like to dabble in and so is there because it comes down to your own personal relationship Mm -hmm. and your own marriage relationship because when two consenting adults are involved and are interested in kind of venturing into some of these edges okay venture but again this is anytime you're doing something that's a little more in the taboo world or in the risque world, mm-hmm. uh, because there can be some harm that comes from this. Because while there can be an element of I get, I get a lot of pleasure out of the physical pain, there's some psychological pain that can be in there that maybe festers and, and brings up some other things that needs to be addressed. Or there's some emotional pain. And so there needs to be tremendous amounts of communication. That's why the whole world right. of BDSM typically has safe words. Okay. If you haven't established that ahead of time. You're in trouble. Then you're yeah. you're setting up scenarios where it does get into disrespectful, degrading, demeaning, which for one partner could heighten it because that's what they're the ones that are really seeking it. But for the other, it causes real severe damage. So two emails came in mm-hmm. uh, shortly after that aired uh, from a husband and a wife. And so I'm going to paraphrase the wife's and then the husband's Okay, right at the end. Okay. And these are married to get they're, they're married partner, to each other. Right, this is okay. a spousal unit. Okay. So my husband and I dabble in the lighter side of BDSM. So when the topic was mentioned on episode 4, 541, I was curious to see where you were going to go. You touched on it back in this topic on back on episode 519 with the dominant versus submissive, which was the wife who appeared to want to be a full-time submissive and her husband was not necessarily on board. I wasn't sure I agreed with what everything that you said in that episode, but I wasn't offended. Rather, it was clear that you were not speaking from personal experience and you were trying to combine what you may have been taught clinically with what you've been told by clients. When the question of what does the Bible say about BDSM, I expected you to say it doesn't expressly address the issue, which you did. I expected you to remind everyone to be safe. I expected you to tell them to start slow, to do research and discuss everything in detail completely with your partner, and then discuss that again with your partner. I expected you to mention that trust and constant, frequent, honest communication are essential to safely exploring BDSM play. Without those things, you can be hurt. This is not at all where things went. I found the implication that two consenting adults engaging in any type of BDSM play was from a nasty side of someone's personality to be extremely judgmental. You went all 50 shades of gray on the topic and focused on sadomasochism. You have often stated that you're not the morality police, that everyone should use his or her moral compass to create the best sexual experience within their marriage. This time, I felt you were the morality police. I felt judged by someone who has previously mentioned that they had no personal experience with BDSM. I still love 99.9% of what you produced, but not this segment. The husband also responded that said, And this is a paraphrase of his email as well. After listening, my reaction can only be described as disappointment. You had the opportunity to educate your audience on a topic that's widely discussed, but rarely understood. Instead of focusing on the central tenet of communication in BDSM, you talk about how, if not done right, it can bring harm. Instead of discussing how to begin slowly and ensure both partners are fully on board and understand the rules and roles of the activity, you talked about trauma. BDSM is a wide spectrum of activities. It's clear that you have a clinical understanding of the subject, but not a practical one. If you choose to discuss the subject like this, I challenge you to bring on someone with experience in the culture, who can educate a listener and who is experienced in exploring, but wants to do it all safely. This is not someone who will talk about how a desire for BDSM is in response to some trauma, however. This may apply for some, but for many, that simply doesn't resonate. Again, BDSM activities is simply a spectrum going from sensory play to very light restraints to very intense scenarios requiring tremendous training. What you described was narrowly focused and judgmental. I still love the show, but you missed the mark on this one. Message received. Right. Right, Absolutely. Uh, Because I went back and listened to the whole segment and the two clips we played, you know, those weren't together. No. And so I hear exactly what they're saying. And that,
0: when you call something the underside of a relationship,
1: that was in there too. The
0: word "nasty" to me, to me, isn't a thing, but it, it struck them mm-hmm. that way. But to me, that using the phrase "underside of a relationship" gives an impression that that like a, might be where you're going. Like with a it. dark, like
1: yeah. a it's bad. It's yeah. It shouldn't be brought out into the open. And
0: for me, knowing you. In my mind, that was more saying this is something more hidden, something that doesn't really come out. Like the underside is something that we don't usually bring to light. It mm-hmm. is definitely harder to go and talk about. Not as many people are talking about it, which you found when you actually went out to try and find um,
2: and still people. am trying to find yeah.
1: somebody that can talk to this and speak to this with some morality. Right. And value based things, as far as the uh, biblical Christian worldview, right? And they're they're very difficult to find because there's people, there's lots of shows that talk about this, but they don't have the value undergirding we do as a show, and so that's a real difficult needle to thread. Well, if what you I will.
0: it is what I love in this the emails that they gave, they kind of laid a groundwork mm-hmm. for it, right. I mean, that's a teaching right there, and the groundwork that both of them gave well on done. what to address, yep. so we appreciate that. It's
1: very well done. And so, uh, my apologies for for the word choice, because that matters. Words, words, words matter. matter. Where we go with every episode we do, where we will be going uh, in the extended content today, words matter. Right. Right? The meanings of our words matter. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, it was a poor choice. I was meaning it in the sense of, well, I was meaning it in the sense of we all have a component of us that is dark. And I don't make that as a judgmental. I make that as it's a hidden thing that I don't want anybody else to know about.
0: Or or that no one will talk about, right? Right. I mean, the two of you may talk about it together as a couple, but...
1: Which that increases the intimacy finding? in that marriage. Absolutely. Right? When you're willing to talk about this, express the express the interest or want to dabble mm-hmm. and, and venture into it, fantastic. And I follow that guideline that they just laid out of take it slow, have great com- communication, test right. out some of the, the lighter things, the sensory world, the light restraints, that kind of stuff, before you get into the deeper. Because the deeper is... Fraught with a lot of pitfalls that could be if you're not if you don't have some experience and some training mm-hmm. on how do you do this?
0: I guess the question is how do you get training, and if you can't find,
1: I'm I'm still searching. Pull some stuff. Out I'm, I'm right? going to keep looking, yeah. and I'm going to keep asking around, and eventually something will be found. And if not, hey SMR Nation, if you know somebody I need yeah. to be talking to, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Right. Please email me. Where did me.
0: this couple get training from? He re- he referenced training. Where did you well, find that?
1: I, some of it was one is the, there's an episode, there's a podcast out there called The Pleasure Mechanics, or put out by The Pleasure Mechanics, uh-huh. and um, they have a lot on this, and yeah. I listened to several. Okay, but it's not following the framework we follow as a show. Gotcha. And so I hesitate. You know, everybody's adults here, but I'm not going to say, hey, go here for sure to find because that opens up the can of, I'm not condoning all of the value they, ba- they base their message on. It's right. just they are more versed in it. Right. Whereas I and we are not. Right. So I'm coming at it from a clinical side more so than a, per- a personal experience side. Right. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Manscaped.
0: Ladies, perhaps this is something you would wish for this Christmas. Your husband to have a way to be clean and trim in his nether regions. Thankfully, Manscaped can deliver this with the Performance Package 4.0, so you don't have to find Santa's beard in your man's pants again. Ladies, this holiday season, get your man products that will leave him smelling fresh with their all-new Ultra Premium Body Wash and a 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner. It's time to give the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and the chance to be smooth or trim, you can help decide, this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code SMR for twenty percent off plus free shipping. Inside the Manscapes Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced Skinscape safe technology, the perfect trimmer to keep everything neat and trimmed.
1: And it's an exceptional tool, by the way. Just highly recommend.
0: Corey likes it. Manscaped is going beyond the groin with their new ultra premium body wash. It's infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep his skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. It smells so good, I guarantee you're going to want to use his body wash too. Tis the season to load up on Manscaped products that will actually have you wanting to rock around his Christmas tree.
1: Merry Christmas!
0: Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SMR at manscaped.com. Every guy has Manscaped in their wish list. Get him products he'll actually use this holiday season. That's a 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SMR. Naughty or nice, Manscaped is the number one gift on Santa's list.
2: Hi, Dr. Allen and Pam. Just wanted to start off by saying I love the show. Thanks for your decade. Your advice through the years has helped me tremendously. My question today is twofold. Is there any scientific evidence that points to why we are attracted to specific parts of the body? I love my wife's bottom, but I don't know why. If it was up to my wife, she wishes I loved her feet the way I love her bum. I do massage her feet regularly, but it does nothing for me. I'd really enjoy rimming my wife but she kind of thinks it's gross and says the thought of it is uncomfortable. Uh, I've kissed the pit of a peach before, and it sends me over the top, but she didn't like it. The second part of my question is, my wife wants to go skydiving, which makes me uncomfortable. But making a deal be wise, Asking her to agree to let me rim her in exchange for letting her try skydiving. Thanks for your thoughts.
1: I love the boldness of the question. It's a bold question.
0: Okay, you got to set the level playing field here. What is rimming?
1: Rimming is uh, you're using your tongue around the rim of their anus. Okay. So it's licking right. their anus.
0: I know, I just know there's a lot of people listening that aren't going to know what that mm-hmm. is. So I want to make sure we all understand what Absolutely.
1: that is. Absolutely. And I mean, it's under the umbrella of anal play. Mhm. Obviously. Um and this can be exterior, interior. There's a variety of, a variety of things that that happen and are, are you're capable of. Right. So, let's I hear th- uh two questions in this. Right? What is it that makes us attracted to certain things? Versus Certain others, parts, yes, right? Because yeah. he would love his wife would love him to be a feet guy,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she can get the massages.
2: Apparently. And then and it would yeah. turn
1: him on. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, I can understand that. There's elements of oh, I wish you were X because that's what I really like. Right. Having massaged or right uh, focused on right. Uh, that's kind of be the history of a lot of people, um, but there's so I did some research and is there any scientific basis in reasoning why we like certain parts and not others, why we are attracted to certain parts and not others? There's nothing definitive I found in this. The only thing I was finding was from anthropologists. Okay. That, um, if you're just looking at the history and the evolution of us as a species, um, there's an element of sex used to be largely only, uh, for practical purposes and it was rear entry. And so there's a speculation from some anthropologists that some people are more, but people because it's rear entry. It's coming from behind. It's that's what you see. And symmetry is what's most often thought of as attractive, which okay. is rounded curve and there's mm-hmm. symmetry to it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times a nice round rump mm-hmm. meant fertility. And if you're thinking about us, propagating the species, you're going to be more attracted to people that are fertile and could be possibly helping aid in that process.
0: Right, right.
1: But then it shifted to where when we started having sex facing each other, that changes the dynamic. That changes what we could be attracted to because now all of a sudden we're facing each other. And so now you could have the possibility of breast men and you could have, you know, and so there's speculation as to what leads to what but there's no definitive, here's okay, why I'm, you are this, here's why you are that.
0: Well, I guess that just opened a new question for me. Oh, why was it rear entry before, not front-facing? How It's not like we were different
1: before. Okay, so a lot of it's cultural because if you were thinking about, look at where we are today in the 21st century and how comfortable of lives largely the entire world lives. Okay. Go way back in history
2: mm-hmm. when
1: civilizations were usually at war, at risk of being at war. Um, you had to fight and work hard just to su- f- find sustainable food sources, water sources. So sex was not about the romanticized view of sec- we have sex now. It wasn't about, hey, let's just go have a fun evening together tonight. Most of the time it was about, I got a little bit of time. Let's get this taken care of and we move on because it's... It's it's a power play, but it's also a way to continue to promote the species.
0: Just never thought of it that way. Okay.
1: <laughs> so okay. if you're if you go way back to the caveman days, in a sense of when the when every most everybody lived in rural environments, you got predator, you got your prey in some regards, depending on what kind of predatoral animals are around you. And so it's not like, hey, we got a whole lot of time to have a good moment together, baby. Sometimes it's just we got to get it done, and that's just the way it went.
0: Well, I didn't have a mattress either. So I'm not one of these, not one delay on a flat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and have the other person supporting them. There you go. Because it's softer that way when you're on top. That's a different de- definition then. So then the second question he had of he likes rimming his wife or wants to. Yeah. She is not comfortable with it. So now you add in the, the variable of she wants to go skydiving. He's not comfortable with it.
0: I've got a what serious, about an
1: exchange?
0: I, okay, how is this any different than if you'll do the dishes, I'll have sex with you? Yeah, I mean it's an exchange-based
1: mm-hmm. model.
0: That's not how this works.
1: No, it's not, and especially, especially when you're talking about, um, it's not tit for tat.
0: No, not it's at not all. It's not even
1: equal. They're, it's apples and oranges. It's an
0: adventure she wants to go on herself. She's not asking him to do it. Right. She wants to do it. has right. nothing to do with him other than, okay, there's a safety issue and I might be concerned about you as a spouse. Yes, that mm-hmm. has something to do with him. Mm-hmm. Um, But she's not asking him to jump out, but she doesn't.
1: He's not involved in that, whereas she is involved in what he is asking for. She has to be involved. It's
0: her body that's being licked, right? quite literally.
1: Right. And so that changes the dynamic dramatically. And so I do believe, we've touched on this before in the past, maybe not in depth, but can you have an element of your sex life that is out in the open in the sense that, hey, I'll make it worth your while. And that's kind of a pseudo exchange-based thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Come do
1: this or let's try this and I'll, I'll do that, you know? Right. And I think if that can be a both on board and it's a playful, it's out in the open and it's not trying to push an envelope, why not explore that space a little bit if, if your relationship is at that state?
0: Yeah. Right? If you both have fun with that, that's totally great.
1: But normally what trips us up most as couples is we make things exchange-based. Right, right. We say one thing, I'll do this, you do that. You owe me this because I did that. And when that's an undercurrent of, see, I'm finding myself having to be very careful with my wording now. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. But when, that, when that's something that's under the surface of a relationship and it's unspoken expectations or it's unspoken things, it becomes covert contracts as Dr. Glover would refer to it, that wrecks things in the long run, if not even the short run. Uh-huh. Because then all of a sudden, sometimes people, we give into things just because we just want the pressure to go away, knowing full well, we may not pay when it, come, when it comes due, which, okay, that's fine if it's something that's like, yeah, I was just trying to get you off my back. Right. And so, <laughs> this is integrity issues of, okay, so you want to seek that aspect of a sexual dynamic with your wife. Okay. nothing, Absolutely nothing wrong trying to seek it. But she's got to be a willing participant in it. Right. And so trying to do it as an exchange-based thing, probably going to be a disaster in the short run. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some other ways you could bring it up of, hey, you know, there's something I'm really interested in. Is there a scenario in which that might work? You might be interested in trying out. Let, let's just see. Maybe, maybe you would grow to enjoy it. Because again, this is one of those things. Our partner's desires are their desires. They can also be a mechanism to help me grow out of my comfort and into an area maybe I do enjoy. But you at least also can get confirmation of, I don't, if you're willing to test it out. Mm-hmm. And then it's easier to hold your ground on the things that, nope, not interested. That's, that That does nothing for me. That's the mechanism of marriage and growth at its finest.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. But trying to... T- trying to equate the two um totally irrelevant, yeah things to exchange I' not advised
1: well said once again, um I love the uh willingness of the nation to push back, keep us in check, question, speak up uh and just help us be better
0: yeah I absolutely appreciate and love how iron sharpens iron here.
1: <laughs> it absolutely does because this is one of those things that when we take stances on stuff regardless of what it may be. I mean, as host of a show, obviously mm-hmm. we have a different platform, mm-hmm. but we want to be better too. We want to ask the questions of, "Hey, what did we miss?" That's why mm-hmm. almost every episode I say, "Hey, if we left something undone, let us know." That's a serious question and plea. Right. <laughs> so, let us know <laughs> what did we miss in this? because we want to keep the dialogue going because that's what helps every one of us be better, including ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. We're so glad you took some time out of your day to spend it with us. And we hope to see you again next time and in Indy in June, 2022.